Love this podcast? Support this show through the ACAST supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. You have offended this podcast and you have offended the entire movie making community. And welcome to part four of the podcast. We're going to pick up here where we left off yesterday. If you'd like to become a patron and get all of our episodes in full on Sunday night, you can go to patreon.com slash you have offended this podcast. Support at any level there. We have levels that start at just $5 a month. We'll get you all of our full episodes without this pitch to the patrons on Sunday night in full. Remember, you can also go to offendedpodcast.com. You can go there, buy some merch. That'll give you something cool, and it'll also give us a little something to keep the lights on over here at You Have Offended This Podcast main headquarters. Check us out on our social media. At Twitter, we are at YHOTP. On Instagram, Facebook, and YouTube, you can just search You Have Offended This Podcast, and you'll find us there. You can interact with us there. We'll answer your questions. You can give us movies that you'd like to see, favorite scenes, favorite actors, actresses, anything like that. We'd love to hear from you. So check those things out. Please become a patron. If you can't do that, give us a rating. Give us a review on iTunes or Stitcher or wherever you download your podcasts. That's a huge help. Or at the very least, if you could just tell a few friends about us, that would be awesome too. Thanks very much. And enjoy part four of the podcast. I would have slightly stronger words if I were him, but he just goes, oh, jeez. Yeah. 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 <laughs> what in the What the fuck? actual fuck? Because now, also, he walks a little farther into the village and we see the character portrayed by John Barrett. I think his name was Gomez or something. Stuck yeah. to a fucking wooden door with a pitchfork through his neck. Through his neck and there's like a fucking... There's like a piece of kindling through his titty. Like <laughs> it's fucked up, dude. This like, movie was rated PG really thirteen. Yeah. Well, then a whole bunch of old ladies in dirty Eastern European head covering shit come out, and they've got like they've got like basic gardening tools, and they're all filthy, and they basically surround John. John and he slaps one of them, and then they all they all just freeze because they're scared, and then. Oh, he elbows one in the and, face and then punches the other yeah, one in yeah, the yeah. fucking face yeah. and knocks her cold yeah. out. And, and the other the four rest are like, them freeze. They're, oh, this, this motherfucker's not fucking around. Let's, no, he let's knocked not... that bitch out. <laughs> and then he knocks out fucking what? Al from Al's diner from Happy Days here who jumps down from the, he does. the ceiling he does onto him. He take out Al. <laughs> There's a bunch of, like, crazy motherfuckers that come out and try and kill him. One's got this big-handled sickle that he accidentally kills his buddy with. Yeah. And then... Jonathan beats the living ass out of him while the crazy people are watching from the windows above. Like it's, there's no rhyme or reason to this. Like why, how is this the hardest part? Is it just volume of crazy people? Do you think? I think, I think so. Cause it's not know. like one-on-one. On one, they're not weird. bad. It's like zombies, right? It's just you yeah, get yeah, volume exactly. and they're bad. Yeah. And then Thorg shows up with his, with his arrow titty here. He's not dead yet. Yeah. And, uh, we get, we get, okay. When he walks past this window and these gigantic fucking set of arms comes out and grabs him by the neck. Yeah. Okay. A, he wouldn't get away, but B, I think he broke that dude's arms when he smashed them down dude, on the bars. Dude, it's, yeah, it's basically bars, bars going horizontally and vertically, right? So it's, yeah. you know, like a tic-tac-toe uh, type thing, metal, the hands reach through. Grab him. He breaks free and just kind of slams the hands. He grabs the guy's wrist that's attacking him and slams his 
hands <laughs> against the fucking metal bars. And I think you're right. I think he broke that guy's, both of that guy's fucking arms. There's so much to talk about now because he walks out into the alleyway and sees this statue of a guy kind of in the back corner, kind of ignores it. Turns around the other way, yeah. sees the dude in this pristine fucking white robes, like monk robes, beckoning him. Come here, come here. The guy behind him, the statue guy, turns around, not his real face. He's like a Janus mask of, like, fake face on the back, real face on the front with, again, too much makeup. And then, it, yeah, go ahead, please, take over, because holy well, fuck. Well, I was just going to say, for, for, first of all, like, first of all, he's in the town of the crazy people. There's there's the guy wearing, like, a, a pure white fucking habit, yep. you know, beckoning him to come forward. And at first, I said to myself, I was like, there's no goddamn way that somebody who's living in this place that's too crazy to take care of himself is going to have a pure white habit. And then I said, you know, like, that guy's fucking habit would be covered in his own shit. And then he turns around and the <laughs> habit is completely backless for some reason. Like, like, from the shoulder blades down. Like, tailored. Tailored. Tailored that way. And it's just his bare ass and the back of his ball sack um, Turns hanging. around, gives John a fruit basket. What's up? Yeah, and it's just like, what the fuck? What, what, like, okay, is this supposed to be creepy? And then the guy wearing the fucking mask on the back of his face, which would serve no purpose at all, attacks him, and Jonathan kills him. Yep. And then they jump into, like, who's caring for these animals? Like, because the pigs are pristine and clean. They are. But these people are all crazy and, like, they're, they're mental. So somebody's taking care of these pigs. Okay. Dude, again, this is a PG 13 movie. We have Jonathan runs through this pig pen, climbs up the wall. Thorg comes in chasing him, tries to get him, can't because Jonathan's up the wall. Two or three guys with pitchforks come in. They stab Thorg in the chest on the ground and leave his body to be eaten by the pigs. Yes. In a PG-13 movie, dude. That 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 most definitely happened. That's yeah. fucked. Like that is fucked psychologically. Up. Psychologically, like this film is hard on you because you're like you're thinking about these. You're you're thinking about these people who are actually crazy people from an asylum. Yeah. Uh, that are being that are being filmed and not paid. Yes. Um, like to be in this movie, and you know this is a movie that. You know, like, oh, yeah, we want to make a million dollars. We want to make $2 million. Like, obviously, it's low budget, so it's not, like, going to be a big blockbuster. But, you know, you've got a bunch of people literally from the insane asylum that you're getting drunk. And <laughs> and you you know very well that a lot of people are on anti-seizure. Like, a lot of them are on barbiturates yep. to, so they don't seize. And you're mixing fucking alcohol, and now you've got the excitement of a fucking motherfucker on a pommel horse. And the, Okay, t- why, why? Dude, the pommel back. horse. Why is there a pommel horse? The pommel horse. Why is there a pommel horse in the middle of a square of crazy people? What the fuck? This is the, this is the scene that everybody talks about with Jim Cotta. There is a pommel horse chalked up in the middle of the fucking town square and he is surrounded by motherfuckers with sickles and pitchforks and rakes and hoes and fucking battle axes and shit and <laughs> oh, he is sluts and hoes and sluts and back he is doing fucking gymnastic flares and circles and beating ass on all these people who are standing around waiting to get kicked in the face yeah they they literally attack one at a time of course because we've got waiting around syndrome 
and he legitimately he he's being chased runs into the center of the square and there is a stone pommel horse with handles chalked <laughs> up in the middle of the square who built that like, <laughs> and why this is the town <laughs> Honestly, I believe now that this is the town of the crazies because somebody fucking built a pummel horse in the middle of the town square. You know what we need? It's a it's, pummel it's horse. It's a testament to your fucking insanity. <laughs> it's nuts. That scene is insane. There is one scene there, uh, one clip, a fight where some guy runs at Kurt or uh, at Jonathan with a big bow staff or some shit with a blade on it. He takes it throws the guy into the pommel horse and the guy flips over the horse and lands on his back it's pretty dope it's actually good and his yeah. gymnastic shit is awesome he's doing flares and full spin arounds and shit like it looks fucking good it is it looks good it's just it just makes no fucking sense it makes no sense at all i think it it's it's almost like a dream because he starts running down the alley in slow motion and it's actually shot like, aside from everything else, it's actually shot pretty good. Oh. It wouldn't be a bad dream sequence, like, It'd if somebody great. was having a fucking nightmare yep. and crazy people were chasing. Like, the next – it's it's shot well, so I have to give it respect, but it your, your mouth is still on the fucking floor from trying to figure out what the fuck is going on. <laughs> like, there's, yeah. there's rabid German shepherds, like, running down the alley chasing him. Like, people this are closing in on all sides. Really good. Yeah. Yeah. It could have been good. It's just fucked. It makes no sense. It doesn't make any sense. If if he was a gymnast who mistakenly got landed in Parmistan and this happened to him, all right, yeah. I'm in. I'm yeah. not in for the pommel yeah. horse, but, like, you can make some shit up for that, I guess. But You, you, you could, or, like, fuck, he lands man. there. He lands there, and the dictator's like, hey, now you're on our Olympic team. You know, like, yeah. you know, you're, you're, you're going to defect to our country. You're going to be on our Olympic team. You're going to compete at the next, you know, Summer Olympics. Um, <laughs> so... But it's just it's 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 strange. But okay. the the chase scene actually is good. The chase scene's say. great. It's filmed well. The sound is good. Everything about this chase scene in slow motion, I like. It's cool. Yeah, I agree. It's weird. I dig it. The people are crazy. I, I I enjoy it a lot. He goes into this real narrow alley, and he starts yes. uh, chimneying up this alley. If you know what chimneying is, like one one foot on one side, one foot bent on the other, using your hands and you're climbing this wall to get away from these people and the dogs and all that shit. I have to talk about this because this made me laugh out fucking loud. He gets all the way up to the top where he's near the roof. He can't get up on the roof. He's grabbing onto these bars. He's breathing heavy. He's out of gas. He the- should have no problem getting up on that roof. But oh, yes, he should continue. have no fucking problem. <laughs> all the crazy people are still down below. He doesn't know. He can't go back down because they'll kill him. He's out of gas. He can't get up. The The bars on the window he's holding onto are, won't open. He can't get in. Then we see the feet of a ninja walking towards him on the roof towards where he yes. where he is to come in ostensibly we think we we think they're going to kill him but dude the foley as the ninja's walking you hear like hard yes. sole shoes on a tile floor yes for his yes. footsteps he's wearing He's, he's wearing, wearing fucking tabby ninja tabby boots. boots. He's, he's wearing to be a ninja. fucking tabby boots. <laughs> and, and it sounds like Gregory Hines fucking <laughs> click clacking across a fucking plastic stage. It's 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 and and, and he's walk he's wearing tabbies on stone. Yeah. Right? And it it's just be, like he's a ninja. He should be silent as fuck. Yeah. <laughs> but you hear hard shoes on a l- laminate floor like he's gonna start breaking yeah. into the yeah. white knight solo. Yeah, <laughs> but anyway, the ninja puts his hand down, helps Kurt up, pulls him up, and gets him on the roof with him. And though 
and behold, it's his fucking dad. Motherfucking surprise. So his dad, <laughs> who clearly got shot in the fucking chest with an arrow from three feet away, that then fell into the chasm that everybody, every fucking, the, the dead pig in the tracksuit chasm. That's right? where his father fell. Twice, two times, pap, pap, like, fell like, down there. We've seen, we've seen bodies fall, and we've seen there is literally no give at the bottom. But his dad, <laughs> somehow, somehow his dad survived the fall. How long ago did his dad, quote unquote, die? Like, was it, uh, was he? It would have to be, it would have to be months because... They do the thing. He does his training. Okay. Like, it would so have, there, that, like, I don't imagine you would train somebody in, like, a 24-hour period, right? You'd probably just get them off right, I right away. I think so, yeah. I mean, it would have to be at least, like, six months-ish. Yeah. At a minimum. So, so Jesus Christ. Why, what, what, the, what, what, the, what the fuck was his dad doing? Like, was he just waiting for his son to show up? He's he just hanging out. that. Being a flag just, ninja like, along the course, hanging like he didn't try to escape Parmesan. Like he just fucking <laughs> hung around the fucking woods of the the spicy cheese fucking forest or whatever. Like he just <laughs> hung around there on the off chance that his but son would show up. His kid fucking would get stupid. picked out of the millions of people they could have sent. I guess. Fuck, man. I don't know. We cut quickly back to the castle here, where the Khan is there with with uh, Rubali. And she's like, hey, man, this sucks. Jonathan's a good guy, and I'm going to help him however I can. And screw your stupid game. And she takes her little robe off, and she's got this Charlie's Angels fucking cat suit on under it. Oh, yeah. She was fucking ready to go. Ready to rock. Why didn't his father fucking over the last few months try to finish the game? Because he wasn't out of the game. He didn't fucking die. Like, why didn't he just finish it and get his wish? What was he he just fucking hanging around in the woods for? And being a fake ninja. But then he, he, they're here. Oh my God, I'm so happy to see you. Hug Richard Norton. Bam, shoots him in the back with an arrow and he's dead. He's in the movie for five minutes. Not even. Yeah, well, they fucking Scatman carothered him. Totally. But at the same time. Totally. Like, okay, he's again, he's again shot with a fucking arrow. We already know that this doesn't kill this motherfucker. Because this guy was shot with an arrow and then fell off a massive cliff and lived. He just he just got shot with an arrow and fell down this time. Oh I'm, yeah, I'm convinced he's fine. Like, well, like, although this time was... he did get shot in the spine. Yeah, yes. Well, okay, he's alive, but he can't walk. He just yeah. uses a wheelchair. <laughs> he's in a wheelchair now. He'll be back. Don't worry about it. So now you get. I think we get that awesome inside crescent kick that you were mentioning earlier when Jonathan Fuck, yeah. fucks this this ninja up to take his horse. He that's that is a legitimately good kick on Kurt Thomas's part. Really good kick. Fast yeah. as fuck. Fast as shit. Really good on target. There's some bad misses in this movie. That was not one of them. He actually did a really good I job. Think he, I think he hit the stuntman. I think honest. he kicked that guy's face fucking off. But I actually I actually like the kick, the kick from the ground to the face and then from the face back to the ground is about the same speed. Do you know yes. what I mean? Like, yeah. Yeah. It goes up really, really quickly. And then he hits it with that fucking torque and then it drops right down to really give it the juice right so i felt that kick I felt yeah it man hit my face that was some good shit kurt gets on a horse richard norton's chasing him here so now we've got a bit of a horseback chase through the yugoslavian woods i guess it would be the parmistanian <laughs> yeah. woods in the movie parmistanian forest parmistanian the the woods of parmistan the famous poem yeah. by hemingway <laughs> <laughs> 
Jonathan dismounts here, and Zamir gets off and takes his little curved blade sword out, and they're going to throw down to finish this shit off. Norton's swinging for the fences with this sword, dude. Norton is swinging with the sword. Jonathan picks up a fucking dead twig. <laughs> he <Okay>. does. <laughs> And this will match. He's effectively he's effectively blocking several of these strikes from Richard Norton, which would do sweet fuck all because it's a rotten twig and it's just fucking <laughs> deflecting. But Norton's awesome in this. Norton is so underused because yeah. he has some hand techniques on Jonathan that are really really good. Like fast beats I the fuck. Really out of him. enjoyed. He is so fast. I love when Norton's hands are flying because yep. they're just like greased fucking lightning. Yeah, man, he's good. But then we get one of the weirder moves in the movie, where Jonathan backs up and does like a round off body slam press to Norton, who like he he does a round off <laughs> handspring, then the Rey Mysterio Junior cross body <laughs> and. Which- Norton doesn't dodge it. Like, it's no. ridiculous. If you look up the word telegraph in the dictionary, there's a video clip of that. Like, <laughs> yes, <laughs> that is telegraph. And this is where, you know, I mean, Richard Norton and Tadashi Yamashita and John Barrett all did the, the martial arts choreography. And they're trying to make it, they're trying to make Kurt use his gymnastics, right? So he's flipping around like a motherfucker here. Again, in the drinking game, this is where you'd get fucking hammered because it's everything he does is unnecessary and over the top. Well, here's yeah, we'll talk about it a little bit more, but let's let me just say at this point, I appreciate what they were trying to do here. Yes, like absolutely giving him his giving him a gymnastics type of of fighting. Yeah, um, it doesn't quite work, but I appreciate what they were going for. A hundred percent. We'll talk about that at the end. Yeah, a hundred percent. I do. Um, the Khan and uh, Rubali here come down and try and take the country back from the people that were trying to take it over from them, from Zamir's troops. And there's a lot of guys here with, like, medieval times shields <laughs> trying to fucking <laughs> fight these guards off. Do you want a refill on that Pepsi? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> i couldn't not think of that yeah exactly so they come in and uh the courtyard sort of starts to empty of these guys and the, the rubali shouts like oh some guy runs in and says they're back they're back they're coming back and we realize oh my god jonathan's back and he won the game hey everybody's right and jonathan's beat to fuck as he's riding Jonathan back in on beat his to horse. Fuck. But I will, I will just say that the Khan and the Rubali, basically, I don't know how big Richard Norton's army was, but it's fucking three guys. Like, <laughs> right? Like, Zamir, Zamir has been building an army to take over, and three guys rush him, and and the Khan does the most shittiest fucking sword play I've ever seen in my <laughs> life. And he just, he just destroys these guys. It's ridiculous. It's absolutely ridiculous. In the end, all the, the crowd is all pumping their fists in the air. Yay. But if you look at the crowd, only about half of them are smiling. The rest of them are just blankly pumping their fists in the air. Like, what are we doing? Yeah. Why are we doing yeah. this? Why yeah. am I? Who, is, uh, who are you? 
Where's my beer and they probably never been on a fucking. What's They've happening? never been on a movie set before. They're probably like, okay, now we're going to fucking cheer again from a different angle. Oh, fuck, we already did that. <laughs> we yeah, did that. We're doing it again. Can from I have a another sandwich, angle. please? Oh, fuck. I'm just going to... Like, the enthusiasm, depending on what angle, just drops drastically. <laughs> Dramatically. <laughs> Rubali yeah. runs over, gets on the horse with, with Jonathan, and we get the cheese frame ending here. And the quote, as though this was a fucking documentary... Yes. In 1985, the first early warning Earth station was placed in Parmistan for the U.S. Star Wars defense program. But, like, why is every word capitalized? And why is there an extra and space between wars and defense? extra space between Star Wars and defense. You couldn't like, proofread this bitch? Like, come on, son. Yeah. The first early warning Earth station. What the fuck does that even mean? Oh. And then, uh... But, I mean, again, yeah, again, there is no victory for the people of Parmistan. There They're is basically not. just getting a base to protect the U.S. in case the Russians launch nukes. And we know they didn't, uh, <laughs> because it's 2022. <laughs> but fuck Yuck. every person in this country. And honestly, fuck every person in this country for having these stupid games this to the dumb death. dumb as shit. As... Like, the, imagine if, the amount of sanctions and fucking attacks on this country, like, that basically every single fucking person that visits the country has to go through the obstacle course. Like, oh my god, right? You imagine Reagan visiting to see if they would set it up? <laughs> All right, Mr. All right. President, you gotta go through the obstacle course. First you have to run through this dry oh. cornfield while we burn the rope that's behind you as you climb it, you fuck. <laughs> what the fuck? Oh, Jesus Christ. Dude, this had a budget of $4 million. Holy fuck. $4 million budget. And it made worldwide gross, it made 5.7. Plus the 10 bucks you and I just gave them for renting it. Yeah, like we we pushed it over the uh we pushed it over the edge on the rental. 5.8 5. Um, million. <laughs> fun movie, uh dog shit movie. But fun, yeah, that's Jim Cata. Absolutely dog shit movie. AKA Asia Mission. It was also known as Asia Mission as it as it was put out there. Um, like I said, it was based on a, a novel called The Terrible Game. Uh, this is fucking hilarious. the The author of The Terrible Game, uh, his he based this on kind of his career as a World War II intelligence officer, and also on his dad's experience. His dad, Dan Tyler Moore's father, is predominantly known <laughs> for. For punching Teddy Roosevelt in the eye so fucking hard that he lost sight in it. <laughs> Jesus. Okay. And now I know what we're dealing with. Um... And that concludes part four of the podcast. Come back tomorrow for the exciting conclusion, part five. If you'd like to get the entire podcast on Sunday night, you can go to patreon.com slash you have offended this podcast. Patrons get the full show Sunday night without any ads. If you don't want to become a patron, you can go to offendedpodcast.com. Buy some merch there. That'll get you something cool to wear and rep the podcast you know you love. And we get a bit of money, too, to help us keep the lights on here. Please follow us on social media at Twitter. We're at YHOTP. On Instagram, Facebook, and YouTube, just search You Have Offended This Podcast. 
you can interact with us there. Leave us your favorite movies, your favorite scenes, any questions you have, anything like that. We'd love to hear from you. Please rate and review us wherever you download your podcasts. Ratings and reviews really help us, particularly on iTunes if you could. That would be awesome. Make sure to tell your friends, family, loved ones, and hated ones about this podcast. More listens mean more downloads means it's better for everybody. So thanks very much for helping. Come back tomorrow for part five, and we will be back in your ears very soon.